Hi, and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. My name is Mary Jo McGuire, owner of MJ Nutrition. I have a degree and master's in nutritional science, and I'm studying to be a nutritional therapist also. I work with women every day who want to lose weight, improve their relationship with food, hack their hormones, regulate their cycle, restore their periods, learn about nutrition for hormonal balance, help women come off the pill, and lots more. This podcast will be a place to talk about all things female health related, from periods, the pill, weight loss, diets, fertility, acne, PMS, and lots, lots more. I hope this platform to be educational and empowering so women can take charge of their health, their hormones, so they can feel and look their best at all stages. Hi and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. My name is Mary Jo McGuire, your host, and today I'm going to be chatting about the fertility awareness method. So this will be a bit of a short episode because um, I'm just kind of summing up a bit of information about um, this method of either contraception or um, how to use it if you're planning to conceive. So I, it should be short enough. Um, a few people have asked me about this and I put a poll up on my Instagram and it was quite popular um, in terms of people wanting me to discuss it. So I hope I do the topic justice. Um, if this is something that you're thinking about in terms of tracking your cycle, um, this will be useful for you. If you've just come off birth control and you wanna track your cycle using um, natural uh, birth control method, then this will be useful for you. Or if you're trying to conceive and uh, you want to know a little bit more about your fertile window, this will also be useful for you. So I hope you find this informative and I'll try to make it as clear as possible. So the fertility awareness method is basically um, tracking two important things. So number one, you're tracking your cervical mucus and number two, you're tracking your core temperature. So a little bit about this, um, I suppose, to bust some myths firstly, like when we're in school and we have sex education, we've been told that to avoid, um, we need to avoid sex all of the time during the month um, to avoid getting pregnant. This isn't actually true because there's really only one day in the cycle that you can conceive and that's the day that your egg is released from your ovary. Um, so the day, you re- the day you release the egg from the ovary is the day you ovulate. Now, five days before that sperm can survive in um, the female body if there is healthy cervical mucus. So if you have sex within five days before you ovulate, um, this is also increasing your chances of getting pregnant. So this is good to know if you either want to get pregnant or avoid getting pregnant. So you would avoid sex um, or use condoms before um, you ovulate, about five days before you ovulate, um, if you don't want to get pregnant or if you want to get pregnant, these are the days you want to have sex. So as I say, the sperm can survive in the female body for five days under healthy conditions. These conditions look like you need to have healthy cervical mucus for this to happen. So cervical mucus looks like, or healthy fertile mucus or healthy cervical mucus looks like an egg white. So it's really uh, slippery, stretchy, slimy, um, and you should be able to stretch it. Uh, you'll notice this on your underwear or in your tissue um, when you go to the bathroom. Um, and as I say, this should occur about five days before you ovulate under the influence of rising estrogen, which occurs. So this is the first thing you need to, to look out for when you are using this method of either contraception or if trying to conceive. This is um, like your fertile window, the five days before you ovulate. And how you can track that is looking at your cervical mucus. 
Um, the other thing with when you ovulate, the egg can survive for about 12 hours. 12 to 24 hours is the length of the time the, the egg can survive after you ovulate. So all in all, you're kind of talking about a window of six days within your cycle where you can get pregnant. Five days before you ovulate, the day you ovulate and the day after you ovulate. So that's about, yeah. Five, five to seven days is what you're you're roughly talking about. So if you really want to be safe, I would say use barrier method and pollate method for about 10 days, either side of ovulation. And um, so five days before ovulation and five days afterwards, just to be really, really safe. And obviously, um, if you don't want to, that's not an issue for you. If you want to get pregnant, that won't be an issue for you. So that would be what um I would say in terms of the cervical mucus or the fertile mucus, what it looks like and um, when it occurs and uh, I suppose what to do with that information. So that fertile mucus is basically helping your sperm swim up into up your fallopian tubes um, to meet an egg. So um, it's really important in order to get pregnant to have enough fertile mucus. Then the other thing that you want to look at is your temperature. So after you ovulate, you will, as and you release an egg, you start to make progesterone. Progesterone is needed for a healthy pregnancy, but what it also does, it increases your metabolism and increases your core temperature. So if you're tracking your temperature, you will start to notice a increase in your temperature by half a degree. So you do need a specific thermometer to do this. So a basal body thermometer will be more sensitive than a normal thermometer. So you need that because of the small increase in, in temperature, it's not very large. So your temperature will start to increase up until you get your period after you ovulate. So this can again be a really useful bit of information in terms of tracking your cycle because then you know that you're ovulating when your, your temperature increases. This is going to tell you after you ovulate though, so it's not going to be useful if you're planning to get pregnant and afterwards you're finding out that your temperature increased, say you need to have sex before that happens. So if you track this, say, over three to six months, you will start to notice a pattern. So you can use that information then. So say, for example, you're noticing a pattern that on day 15, your temperature starts to rise. That would indicate that you're, you're ovulating on day 14. So then you can start to plan, say, having sex around day you know, nine, 10 of your cycle and um, this, having the sperm in there so to, it can meet the egg. Um, so that's really good information to know as well about the temperature. So in combination, tracking your cervical mucus and tracking your, your temperature are both really good detail information about, give you really good detail information about your fertility. So when you track this, say from a period of three to six months, this can then be really um, useful information and also very reliable as well in terms of um, a method of contraception or if you're planning to conceive. So it is effective when done correctly, but it does require a bit of work. So if you're someone who's not willing to charge or track, this wouldn't be for you. If you've also got a regular cycle, this may not be best for you in terms of a method of contraception. It's a really good idea to do if you've got a regular cycle because it will inform you if or not if you're ovulating or not, but it just might not be best in terms of contraception. So it will be really important to use other methods if, if you have a regular cycle. It's also um, comes with no side effects. So that's one really good um, bonus about this method of contraception. Uh, while birth control is really good in, in that it's reliable, it does come with some side effects um, that a lot of women can see. Um, 
So that's one good bonus about this fertility awareness method. But again, it's not as it does require more uh, work in terms of charting and you need to be quite consistent with that. So if someone is coming off the pills, they and they want to and they still don't want to get pregnant, but they just want to maybe take a break from the pill, take a break from the hormones and that and use this method of tracking their cycle and as a method of contraception. I would say give at least three months of tracking this in, before you don't use any method of contraception. So definitely continue to use um, condoms or the pull-out method just to kind of keep, um, to make sure that you are you don't get pregnant in that time. Um, and then once you start to notice when your fertile window is based on your cervical mucus and based on when your temperature rises, then you can just use the methods of contraception on those days um, instead of all the time during the cycle, if that's something that you want to do. So that, that can be just really good information to know. And whether or not you're either, either planning to get pregnant or um, don't want to get pregnant or not, this is just really good information to know. Ovulation is basically the the gold point or the, the main point of the cycle or the pivotal point of the cycle, it's what you want to happen. It's everything really, because that's where you produce your estrogen and your progesterone. And it's so, so important for so many factors like your bone health, reducing your risk of osteoporosis or early onset osteoporosis, uh, cardiovascular disease. It's so important for your mental health, like so, so important. So if you're, if you don't know if you're ovulating or not, this is really, really a good way to, to track by observing your fertile mucus and by tracking your your temperature. So I hope that like provides enough information on how to do it and what it is. And um, I suppose if this is something that you are, you know, if you're planning to conceive or want to um, get pregnant, you may speak to your um, your GP about this maybe, or a fertility doctor about this to get more specific information tailored to you. But this is just gonna be a good start for you to know what things to look out for at the start. And again, if you're avoiding getting pregnant, you'll know what days really to avoid. Again, it's about seven days in the cycle. You just wanna kind of be careful with the rest of the days within a regular cycle. Um, you're actually going to be okay. Like the egg won't be around for you to get pregnant. So it's not possible to get pregnant without an egg being released. Um, it's also important to know that not to rely on the charting method alone. So that is relying on say that your cycle is 28 days and that you ovulate on day 14. Every cycle is different. One cycle you may ovulate later than others based on say stress on the body. Stress in, impedes your ability to ovulate. So if you're highly stressed one month, you may not ovulate that month or you may ovulate later. So if you're constantly thinking you've got a 28 day cycle and you're thinking you're ovulating day 14, but say one month you get stressed, you may not ovulate until day 16, 17, 18. That could affect um, you know, things going on. So say you're, you don't want to get pregnant and then you don't use your contraception, that could be a risky thing. So it's important to track the fertile mucus because that's a more indicative um, indicator, sorry, of whether you have ovulated, if you're fertile or not, and then tracking your, your temperature as well is the other thing that you need to do. So the two combined, one alone isn't enough, it's the two combined. That's really, really important. So yeah, it's important to not assume that your cycle is the same every month and you've got a 28 day cycle. If you always have that, yeah, most likely it will be that way. But just to know every woman's cycle is different. Not every woman has a 28 day cycle. It can vary between 20 and 35 days. And some women then, if you've got a regular cycles or hormonal issues, it can go beyond 35 days as well. So just to be aware of that. 
again, as I say, this can be a really good thing to do if you've got hormonal imbalances and to know whether or not you're ovulating. If you're ovulating, that's a really good start in terms of regulating your cycle and, you know, knowing that at least you're ovulating and tracking it this way will tell you if you're not ovulating. And then that's what that's really important information to know because then we can start looking at ways to get you ovulating again and finding the root cause of why you're not ovulating so it's really really important to know that just another note as well on the cervical mucus there are there is going to be different types of um i suppose mucus in uh, throughout the month and uh, that is different to fertile mucus so the vaginal the vagina self cleanses itself and will produce other kind of discharge that is like crumbly or yellow and dry and kind of dusty that's different to your fertile mucus so it's important to be able to differentiate the difference between the two so there is the slippery egg white stretchy one that's your fertile mucus then there's, there's then there's a more crumbly yellow dry coating and that's different um, and that kind of cleans the vagina out but that's not your fertile mucus so it's important to um to know that and um, so I think I pretty much summed everything up there um I also just want to quickly touch on ovulation kits are they useful yes they can be useful um you know if you're planning to conceive and you want to know if you ovulate as it detects a rise in a hormone called LH or luteinizing hormone which um just surges before you ovulate now, this is accurate in most cases. However, in PCOS and in other hormonal issues, there can be a rise in LH uh, throughout the cycle. So in that case, they're not accurate. So I really, really encourage women to know their, their own body by recognizing the signs like their mucus and their temperature. They're the main things to look out for. Instead of relying on apps and and. and tests and things like that really knowing your own body's cues I suppose whether or not you're ovulating or not that's really really important and um, like I suppose in terms of um more physiological symptoms that you might notice as well in when you're before you ovulate you will hopefully notice more energy and um, better mood higher libido there are also some things to make note of as well they're not completely accurate on their own but in um, in tandem with say your cervical mucus and your temperature and those other um, symptoms like increased mood, energy, libido, they're also good indicators of uh, where you're at in your cycle. Um, so it's important to really get in tune with your body. And that's what I like about this fertility awareness method. It gets a woman to actually understand what's happen happening in her body and realizing that she's smart enough to know what's happening and not having to rely on apps to tell her when she's ovulating. Um, because apps don't know if you ovulate or not because you know unless it, like they are useful for charging and, and giving you some information but I would prefer to to know my own body by tracking the cervical mucus and the temperature and also using then the apps as another as just a supportive guideline or something like that but not to tell you that you've ovulated because it won't know exactly the only way to know that for sure is if you have a rise in temperature and if you've got your fertile mucus there is some apps out there that do input data um like your your temperatures so that can be useful but still really important to track your fertile mucus and um, the apps that I would suggest you look at if you want to track your cycle would be daisy or natural cycles and both of those come with a thermometer and both of those uh, input that uh, your temperature into the an algorithm which does um feed over time and tell you and when you should be ovulating or not but you do need to do this over a period of three to six months at least 
and still look at your own body as well to know if you ovulated because your app might tell you've ovulated but you might, may not have any cervical mucus that month you may not be feeling your best you may not have that energy that high libido that month so that might mightn't actually be happening for you just to be aware of that so every woman's going to be different so um this may not work for you but it's something that um i think women should try at some point in their lives to whether they want to get pregnant or not it's important just to kind of know your own body know when you ovulate what it looks like what happens because ovulation is the main part of the cycle it's the reason we get a period if you don't ovulate you don't get a period so that's really important to know um so this method is you know when done correctly and when you do both the temperature tracking and when you do track your cervical mucus it can be over 99% effective but you need to be doing it consistently, regularly. And it does require, I suppose, two people in the relationship or uh, two partners kind of coming together to, to, do, to be aware of that. And it does involve communication around this. So it's important to like talk to your partner if you have one um, about this. And then there's obviously the responsibility, your, sorry, responsibility yourself to use your own methods of contraception as well on, if you don't want to get pregnant. So I hope that is useful. Um, if you've got any questions on this, of course, reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook, MJ Nutrition. Um, if you like this episode, please leave a review. I really appreciate it. Thank you all so much for listening so far. I really appreciate all the feedback I'm getting. And yeah, I'll be back next week with another episode. And thanks for listening, everyone.